This is an LTD Entertainment presentation. Welcome to Safe Haven. This is a prayer moment. I want to send up special prayers to anyone who's been suffering through COVID-19 uh, complications, anyone who's going through cancer treatments, um, going through uh, loss, who's grieving. I just want to lift you all up in prayer today. Dear Heavenly Father, we just want to thank you right now for an opportunity to just lift you up right now, Heavenly Father. We pray for every family that's uh, been affected by the pandemic that is going on across the world right now, Heavenly Father. We want to pray for uh, family members who are going through things that, that no one knows about, health issues that no one is even aware of right now, Heavenly Father. I want to pray for those who who are going who are going through job issues, financial problems, struggles, you name it, oh, Heavenly Father. Right now, we just want to just lift you up and thank you in advance for all the blessings that you shall bestow upon us right now, Heavenly Father. We want to pray for those who are, who are adversely affected by by the election, oh Heavenly Father, be it the, the decision that they want or or not, oh Heavenly Father. Pray that we let everyone know that the job is not done, oh Heavenly Father. It's just beginning. All sleeves must be rolled up. All hands must be on deck right now, Heavenly Father. So we pray right now that you just lift us all up, lift up this country, oh Heavenly Father. Bring us back together. Mend our fences, oh Heavenly Father. They're wounded by either by the effect of the election or before the election or even after the election, oh, Heavenly Father. Right now, we just pray that hardened hearts become soft like jelly, oh, Heavenly Father, so they can be, we can be able to open up dialogue, oh, Heavenly Father. For that is what we are so, sorely missing right now. We need, a, we need a word right now, Heavenly Father. We just pray that you are able to lift us up in your Son, Jesus' name. Amen. Haven. I am your host, Reverend Brian C. Pusley. Um, today's message is going to be coming from the Gospel of, of John. It's going to be coming from the 11th chapter. I'm going to be starting from the 7th verse through the 10th verse. I'm going to be reading to you from the New Revised Standard Version. And it reads as follows. Then, after this, he said to, his, to the disciples, Let us go to Judea again. The disciples said to him, Rabbi, the Jews were just now trying to stone you. And are you going there again? Jesus answered, Are there not twelve hours of daylight? Those who walk during the day do not stumble, because they see the light of this world. But those who walk at night stumble, because the light is not in them. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. For the moment, for the few moments that I am with you, uh, beloved, I'm going to be uh, praying on the top. Uh, I'm going to be coming to you with the topic of from the light. Let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we just want to thank you right now for this opportunity. For wherever we are, from where we're sitting right now, Heavenly Father, be it that we're sitting in our cars, sitting in our homes, sitting, lying in our beds, or just out there in the world right now, just walking. 
and listening right now, Heavenly Father. Just want to thank you for this opportunity once again. Please empty empty me out right now, Heavenly Father. Empty out the essence of Brian and fill me up with the essence of the Holy Ghost right now, Heavenly Father. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be found acceptable in thy sight, my Lord and blessed Redeemer. In your Son, Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. From the light. From the light. This past week, uh, my beloved, um, a lot of things were going on in the, the good old U.S. You know, believe it or not, for some, for some of us, this week has been a blessed week, a great week, a wonderful week, a magnificent week. For some of us, this week has been a week of derision, a week of division, a week of indecision, and a week of of weak, of being weak. You know, I mean, no matter where you stand, you know, what has happened has happened. You know, and I was just thinking to myself, I was actually, I, I was reflecting on a few things over the weekend, uh, over uh, the week and then coming into the weekend, um, getting, working on, praying on uh, getting this uh, word together. And um, got hit with a few conversations, a few interesting conversations. And you know what? I take nothing uh, bad from the conversations. They're all uplifting, all engaging, and all and all with love for me. I can't speak from the other from the other end of the hip, but for me, it was all love. Um, spoke to a person. Well, I saw somebody post something about this week's election. And nor- me, normally, I don't really talk politics uh, with anybody. I-, I believe what I believe, and I don't try and uh, force my beliefs onto someone else. I- normally, I just try to get understanding and-, and spread knowledge. And you can take from that however you want to take from it. That's how I, fe- that's how I approach it when it comes to politics. But I was talking to this person. I said, I'm not understanding why you were following so and so, and and I don't understand it, but I respect your opinion. In other words, coming out saying I respect your opinion. They came at me in one way, from a, a way that I was not anticipating. But you know what? God is still, God is still God. You know, regardless of what I believe, what they believe. Um, had another conversation about it. Not going to get too deep into that, but it it uh, part of that conversation. Drew me. It was already going. I would say it had drawn me to this scripture, but I was already focusing on this scripture, um, John eleven seven through ten. I had already. I was already looking at John ten, where it says the thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy. But that, that, that was fine. You know, I was drawn to this scripture even more so because it made me think about about the things. You know, this country is still divided. I don't normally, you have to forgive me, beloved, I don't normally get political in my messages, but today I just felt that they um, need to go that, go in that direction just a little bit, not too, too political because I'm not going to say names. So, but, you know, it made me think about this because, you know, a lot of us, you know, we walk in the light, we don't stumble, but, you know, there's a lot of us who claim to be walking in the light. But we're walking in the night and we stumble because there's something not going on inside of us, inside of our hearts. It's dark in there, very dark. 
And, you know, that made me think about a lot of people out here who still believe in the ideology that that a woman should know her place, know her role. That there's some people that are of the belief that a person of color is not as intelligent as a person without color, you know, or or we don't deserve to be paid a certain amount of money or whatnot. We don't, we should only lean on this side side of the, of the world and not lean on those who are trying to find a way to fight to fight a pandemic that is allowing us that is putting us in masks that's trying to force us to do social distancing which I have to admit it's not been an easy thing for any of us me included you know I've all I've gone gone on to say to other people I said this was going to be my year uh, of getting out more, doing more things, being more social, because technically I was living a COVID, you know, I was living a COVID lifestyle before COVID. And, you know, so it's like BC before COVID, I was pretty much in my house, homebody. I always have been to a degree, only get out when necessary. But, you know, I said, this is my big milestone year, 2020. I'm going to be I'm going to be the big 4-0. I want to do something more with my life. I want to be able to get out there, be a little bit more social, meet people, um, live my life to the fullest extent. But then COVID happened. And then all of a sudden, I'm like, everybody's forced to live my life. And I was like, my, 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 my God, you must have been preparing me. That's what I said. I got on my knees and I said, God, you were preparing me. You know, I, I didn't have no clue. You know, one of the things that, that, that all this has taught me, not just the election season, but and not just COVID, this whole entire year, 2020 has taught me a few things. It taught me that where I, where I, I went to, to, to bring home money was not for me. It wasn't, it, I'm not saying it wasn't always for me, but at that point, at this point in my life, it's like, no, you need to grow from this. If you can't, if they're not going to allow you to be who you are and whose you are, it is not, it's time for you to move, move on and move forward. You know, that's one of the first things I got from this. And I was like, wow, that's deep. But, you know, I'm like, God, but I'm still wrestling with something. What's going on here? You know, and one of the things we, that, that is addressed in this scripture, you know, when you go back at the beginning, this, uh, most of uh, John 11, especially um, the, uh, these, uh, the verse and context and the content within the context, we're dealing, dealing about when um, Jesus uh, went to raise, uh, raise Lazarus from the dead. You know, I've heard this scripture preached many times in my life, and I believe probably many of you have as well. But here's here's something that I took out of it that I never I never I never thought about it before until until today, until actually as I was studying to uh, get, put this uh, sermon together, and. One of the first things I p- picked up from it is the fact that, um, you know, a lot of us are asleep. A lot of us are falling asleep because it says in verse 11, Jesus said, our friend Lazarus is falling asleep, but I am going there to awaken him. You know, a lot of us, I, I, I just took it as what it was, you know, the death of Lazarus, you know, and I guess he was just trying to find a way to just, I thought Jesus was just trying to be nice about it, just like to say, Look, I'm going to go raise this guy up from the dead. You know, you want to come with? He said, saying that, he's like, our friend Lazarus is falling asleep. You know, and it made me think about today's times 
where a lot of us have fallen asleep. We've fallen asleep at the wheel of life. Matter of fact, a lot of us has a purpose. We were all designed and created with a purpose. Many of us, one of us may, or many of us may have the cure for COVID within them, but they didn't, they don't know it yet, you know, and they probably got that missing, uh, that missing formula right in their head. But you know what? They've fallen asleep. So Jesus is coming to wake them up. Wake up. Wake up. Hello. You know, I've heard about that stay woke stuff. But no, this is a little bit different than stay woke. You know, this is a little bit deeper because think about it. A lot of us have fallen asleep about what's going on. Some of us have been asleep for four years. And some of us finally woke up and said, it's time to wake up. But then again, many of half of the country is still asleep. But that's okay. They're not going to be asleep forever. We got to wake them up too, guys. We that are awake, we need to be that alarm clock for them. That's one thing I got from that. And I'm like, you know, I was just just going over this and I was like, wow, this is very, very deep. You know, and um, one of the first things I got from this is, you know, because a lot of the times when you're doing all this, you don't you don't understand that. But then I was thinking um, in reference to this, I was thinking about um what I read in um, Genesis 32. Let's turn to Genesis 32 real quick. And Genesis 32 is going to teach you something right here. You're all going to be amazed by what I pick up from this. And um, this is uh, starting from the 26th through the 30th verse. This is when Jacob is wrestling at Peniel. I I pray I said that word right. You know, uh, and he was wrestling. And right around that time, early up in the verse, he was wrestling, and he said, and then this voice said from the person that was wrestling Jacob, it said, let me go, for the day is breaking. But Jacob said, no, I will not let you go until you bless me. So he said to him, what is your name? And he said, Jacob. Then the man said, you shall no longer be called Jacob, but Israel, for you have striven with God and with humans and have prevailed. And Jacob asked him, please tell me your name. But he said, why is it that you asked my name? And there he blessed them. Because, get all of this. That is because Jacob was wrestling with God. And, you know, it made me think real quickly. I'm like, Jacob wrestling with God. You know, how many of us wrestle with God every day? Some of us are saying, I don't want to go to my job. God, uh, let me go. Get, get me out of this. And sometimes God will answer that prayer. Except it's not the it's not the it's not the exact answer that you want it to be because some people might be saying I just want to be excused for the day, so I can try and get my thoughts together or whatnot. No, God probably said no. I want to excuse you from this place, but I want to take you to the next place because it's time for you to move to the next chapter of your life. You know, a lot of us want to stay on that same chapter, thinking that's where you need to be for the rest of your life. No, no, you have a purpose. Don't get too comfortable. That's one of the biggest, biggest, biggest misconceptions about, about life is that you need to be comfortable. No, if you're comfortable, you'll get lackadaisical. If you get lackadaisical, you'll get lazy. If you get lazy, you get tired. You know what? You don't want that. Nobody wants that, guys. I wouldn't want that, you know. And that's one thing you got to think about sometimes. You're like... Wow, you're really on to something here. Yeah, yeah, you got to gotta really think about that, guys, because you don't want to be in that position to where um, 
to where you are, where you get comfortable. You don't want to get too comfortable. You don't want to be too content because you do that, you 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 might get them as I I was reading in Judge Judges one of the kings he got fat, he got fat off of it. Otherwise he was like, man I'm good, fat, mm-hmm, eating good because I don't care about the people. But that's another story. One of the first things that I get from this is because after Jacob wrestled with the Lord with God and figured out that man I was wrestling God, you know. First thing you got to do, first point is you got to clear the dirt from yourself. Clear that dirt. Look, there are people that are going to drop me today, drop me tomorrow, drop me a few days from now, and just drop me off their radar because they're thinking that I am going trying to pull them in a certain direction that is uncomfortable for them. No, it's, first things first. It's not me that's making you uncomfortable. It's God that's making you uncomfortable. Not me. My job my call is to help bring you to where you need to go. That's it. That's all. You know, as a matter of fact, close, close, close the page, close whatever. I'm done if, if that's the case. But no, that, that's, that's one of the things right then and there. I'm not here to make you feel comfortable. I'm not here to give you the platitudes that you need to hear, that you want to hear. Oh, you know, you're going to get that person. Yeah, you're going to get that person, but you got to get up and do something about it. <laughs> You know, I, I can say that about myself. You know, I, I can say, oh, I'm going to have riches and glory. I want to get that house, that house that I really want, even though I'm in a house that I wanted to. But you know what? This ain't the, the first, the, the last house I'm going to live in. I'm not going to be alone forever. But you know what? In order for me to, to, to get those things, I got to get up and do something. So for, to sit there and say, oh, I want change. I want change to happen. But if you're still sitting on your couch, looking at TV, arguing, looking at news channels and arguing about whatever and whomever saying, oh, I could do better, then get up and do better. Run for office. Do this. Do that. I, it doesn't matter. You, as long as you sit down and keep, keep yourself dirty, it's like being in a house all day and never washing up. And, and you wonder why after a while... Everything smells. Everything's stinky. Well, that's because you didn't wash the dirt off yourself. You know, even a dog loves to be clean when they're clean. Yes, they end up getting dirty, but sometimes that's that's what they do. But then again, once you clean, once the dog gets a bath, man, I remember my dog when I was a little bit younger. He would come home from getting groomed. Boy, he was happy. He was like, man, I got a haircut. I smell good. And he would walk around, walk around proud. You know, and then after a while, he was like, man, okay, I'm dirty again. But, you know, and then he would be down. But then when he was clean, again, he would be happy. That's how you should be when, when you get the dirt off yourself, when you get that, get that spiritual dirt off yourself. Don't let what happened in church's past um, affect what could be happening for you in your church present and your church future. That's for believers who have backtracked a little bit. It's okay. I'm not saying it's okay to backtrack, but... It happens because we're all human. So don't be alarmed. Don't be upset when uh, when something happens. That means God was trying to move you from one one chapter to another chapter. The only, only issue is you let that chapter, you let that current chapter define you. Don't let one part of your life define you. 
If that's the case, we'll all still be stuck on chapter 2 of our lives and never get to chapter 15 or chapter 50, you know. So please, please get that dirt off yourself. Point two uh, from from the light is that you got to be careful who you let in your circle. That's right. Be careful who you let in your circle. You let just anybody in your circle, your circle can get corrupted. Corrupted in a heartbeat. I I remember, uh, it could be about a few years ago. I believe it was about a few years ago. Met somebody at, when I was at the job. I had gotten my job back. And, um, it, it, things were going okay. Met somebody because, because the person got my attention. I wasn't going to lie. I was like, ooh, man, this person's cool. I like this person. You know, whatever the reason why I liked them, I talked to them for a while. And after a while, uh, we kind of talked a little bit more, but at that time I kept my distance. And then when when things got better for me, I started talking to them a little bit more. Then I learned that that person was a corrupt person. They were corrupted because they were corrupted by their lifestyle. Their lifestyle was complete opposite of mine. And there was, you know, every now and again, I'd give them some words of wisdom, words of knowledge, thinking that, oh, maybe this will help help them out along the way, help them see um, what they need to see and prayerfully hoping, hoping that they will come around and see the light, you know, because the, the message I was giving them was from the light. But, you know, it didn't work out the way I wanted it to. And then I realized that they were corrupting my circle. They were corrupting my circle. You know, I was seeing things in a dark, in a darkened way. And it was my, my world was, in other words, my my thoughts, my hopes, and my dreams was tur- starting to turn into nightmares, despairs, and anything else that they were giving me. Slowly but surely, they wanted to bring me down to their side. They wanted to take me into a world that I did not really uh, embrace when, before I became a minister. And I was like, this ain't my scene. Please stop trying to put me in this scene. You know that I don't do this. You know I don't do that. And it's by choice true, but that's me. And and that's how I was feeling about it. But they kept corrupting that circle. Until just recently, I just, I just cut them off. I just said, you know what? That's it. I'm done. You know, and that's what you got to do. You see, that, what you got to do, depending on who's in your circle. You know, in other words, and if they're not uh, trying to uh, empower you, encourage you, and uplift you, to where you got to be, then you got to consider taking them out of your circle. There's nothing wrong with loving them. There's nothing wrong with loving them from afar, though. You know, keep your distance because, quite frankly, not everybody in your circle is for you. You know, every now and again, I look at, at my social media pages, and I know a lot of people do, too. And, you know, you look. I look at my Facebook page. I look at the numbers of people who are connected to me. I can't say I talk to everybody I can't say all of them are my friends but I'm connected to many and I talk to a few and that's fine too but I always see that number go down one or go down two go down three at first some years back that affected me I was like oh my god I'm losing people that what's wrong with this bitch I I'm I'm the good guy you know you know I was saying any and everything possible to try and appease myself. But, you know, just recently I realized if it goes down, it's okay. I can't speak for them. They can't speak for me. 
Maybe they blocked me. Maybe they discontinued the page. Or maybe they unfriended me. You know what? That is, a, that is their choice. I can't make them be in my circle. I can't make them stay in my circle. If you're in my circle, I reach out to you. You reach out to me. I pray for you. You pray for me. Amen and hallelujah. So, so if, you're, if your messages are from the light, guys, if, you're, if your walk is from the light, you got to, one, clear the dirt from yourself. Two, be careful who you let in the circle, in your circle. And finally, three, remember that God represents the light. No matter what you believe about the 2020 election, God is the light. He represents the light. He also represents what's right. Whether you want to believe it or accept it, that is not up to you. It's not your call. It's not my call. It is God's call. All you have to do at at a certain point is understand it, move forward. Because like like I stated in one of my social media posts recently, I'm like, look, a lot of us are upset by this. I get it. But you also got to remember, we got to deal with each other every day. So let's be respectful. I'm not going to come out here and uh, do, do, the da- do the cabbage patch or whatever because one person won and the other person lost. I'm not gloating because guess what? We still, there's work that's still got to be done out there. There's lives that still need to be saved. There's, there are people that still need, need to make sure, need to know that their hopes are not being deferred. Their dreams are not being deferred and taken away from them. We got to make sure that not only black lives matter, we got to make sure every life matters. In this case, especially black lives. Because right now, black lives need to be empowered a little bit more than they are right now. And, and if we have to go in our own communities and do it, why, I, so be it. And matter of fact, I'm all for that. Because quite frankly, I've seen a complete major disconnect in the community for a long time. Long before four years ago. Long before these past four years. You know, a lot of us don't believe that we are worth it. Some of us believe that we're going to die at a certain age. Matter of fact, if you had asked me about 15 so years ago, would I see 40? Matter of fact, I was scared. I wasn't sure if I was going to see 40 being a young black man. I wasn't even sure if I was going to be in my own home by 40, let alone alive at 40. As far as they were concerned, I was going to be dead at 25. And if I made to 25, I wouldn't make it to 30. Matter of fact, it seemed like it turned out to be every five years I was wondering if I was going to be here, you know, to see where I am today. And I have to thank God and praise God that he showed me the light. That's why today I... I represent that light that he's given me. So, when you think about it, guys, when you think about it uh, this week, when you reflect on everything that you've been through to get to wherever old you are, to wherever you are and wherever you are, just remember that that light, that ever-shining light that God has shone down on, shined down on you, he is, he is, picked you for a purpose, a purpose that, that is beyond your understanding, beyond my understanding, but that purpose is, uh, is huge. Walk in, don't be afraid, 
We've all been afraid. Everybody that God has ever called has been afraid in some degree. We don't all show it. I was afraid. Matter of fact, when I started this podcast, did I wanted it to be a sermon? Did I want it to be preaching a sermon every, every week? I would have to say, not really. But you know what? God said, that this, is, this is what I want you to do. Do it. Don't worry about whether or not someone's listening. Don't worry about these things. That is not for you to understand anyway. <laughs> you know, when God told me that, I got it. And so um, on that note, guys, I just want to let you know that God has got you no matter what. And don't forget that it's coming from the light. Word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we want to thank you for this word. We want to thank you for the messenger. We want to thank you for the message right now. Heavenly Father, we pray that we are able to apply this in our walk as we go about this week. Oh, Heavenly Father, pray that this word gets spread to beyond the normal the normal channels. Oh, Heavenly Father, we pray for those who are still lost right now, Heavenly Father, and, and just need you. So we right now, we just want to lift your name up on forever high, oh, Heavenly Father. We want to pray this prayer in your son Jesus' name. Amen. When we come back, we say hello, hello to you again. Well, guys, hi there. I'm Brian C. Busey again for a Safe Haven Podcast. Just want to let you guys know that we will be back on the next one. It's going to be more, more topics. Hopefully, uh, we get some uh, feedback in the future. I don't know exactly how we're going to do that right now, but I know that when we get that opportunity, you all will be the first to know. All right, guys. In the meantime, you be blessed. Never be stressed. And oh, yeah, check out all the former podcasts that I've done in the past. We talk about all the great ones. Talk about the music podcasts, uh, um, some of the shutdown podcasts, you name it. You listen to it, guys. You're doing me a grand favor. Also, if you're interested in starting your own podcast, check out anchor.fm for more information. Yeah, I'm doing a little free sponsor thingy thing. I actually am a sponsor kind of guy. You know, I get I got to get the business paid a little bit. I got to do this a little bit more than I normally do. And no, this little segment here that I'm recording has nothing to do with that. I just wanted to do that so I can add another sponsor segment so I can make more money. All right, guys. You want to make money. I want to make money. You want to reach out to people. I want to reach out to people. Cool. Cool. Peace. Yay! This was an LTD Entertainment presentation.